Parlays and player props are back for the NFL in week 14. You know the drill, four player props. We've got two parlays today and one great video. But my name is Austin from Calling Our Shot. If you're new to our channel, go down below, hit that subscribe button, drop a like too. We do this video every single Saturday. Now, if you want to know my favorite spread picks for Sunday in the NFL, that video is already live. The thumbnail looks just like this one. It was just posted right before this video. Go check it out. We've been hitting those spread picks at a 60% clip this season. And also, we're already 2-0 so far in week 14. Let's not lose a single pick this weekend. All sportsbook signup links are in the description. This is my final time saying it. But this video is sponsored by PrizePix because they have a free square live for you guys right now. Go take advantage. Justin Herbert, ever heard of him? All he has to do is throw one passing yard, and that's already one leg of your parlays down. PrizePix is a great place to place your player prop parlays. I'll have my favorite PrizePix parlay a little bit later on in this video. And of course, you get the free square, but you also, if you sign up using our code COS, you get a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm tired of saying it. Go take advantage of it. Let's hop in my first player prop this week. All the links are in the description if you want to check out price picks. Let's go to this guy, DeAndre Swift. Over 25 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. Now, I'd play this up to 30 and a half, and I'm hopeful that Swift goes over 40 and he easily crushes all of his lines. But Swift had a really injury-plagued season. I mean, this is a guy that... A lot of people really had high hopes for coming into the season, really started off hot, and then kind of had some injuries kind of plague him. But last week was the first week that the Lions kind of um, relinquished him a little bit. They kind of said, all right, fine, we'll start playing our best player for whatever reason. And he outsnapped his backfield mate, Jamal Williams, 39 to 23. And you saw him have a pretty good game. Now the Lions kind of had been easing Swift back into action thanks to injuries. But last week we saw him play pretty well. Four receptions on six targets for 49 receiving yards, nearly doubling this line. We only need 26 today. Now, Swift is going to get some rushing yards too, but I anticipate Jamal Williams being more of the rushing kind of guy, the guy that they're going to hand off the ball to. But Swift, we know how electric he is when the ball is in his hands. And we know a guy like Jared Goff, perfectly capable of driving back, dumping it off to Swift. And hey, he can make people miss. He can take one catch for 28 yards and easily cash this over. Now, last year, you saw they're taking on the Minnesota Vikings. It's obviously a divisional matchup. Last year, he played against this Minnesota Vikings team. Swift had 53 receiving yards. That was with Jared Goff at QB. And the Vikings have been giving up a ton of receptions to receiving and receiving yards to opposing running backs. I mean, this is a team that's bleeding those yards to those running backs. And look at last week against the New York Jets. They gave up two running backs to hit this over. Ty Johnson had six receptions for 38 receiving yards. Zonovan Knight, the legend, five receptions for 28 receiving yards. The week before that, Ramondre Stevenson, he had nine receptions, 76 receiving yards. The week before that, Tony Pollard, six receptions, 109 receiving yards. Look, Swift should be able to take advantage. This is the Lions offense that is perfectly happy to throw it a lot, and they're not going to be really trying to stretch the field a ton against this Minnesota Vikings secondary with Harrison Smith back there. So I really do think we'll see the Lions kind of lean on a guy like DeAndre Swift. Finally gave him a good amount of, you know, reps last week. He obviously still fully healthy. Knock on wood going into this game. I think Swift has a pretty good game. We'll take his over in receiving yards. I think he has a pretty good game receiving yards wise. So give me his over 25 and a half receiving yards. My first play of the day. Now let's move on to my second pick. It's an under. It's going to be Kareem Hunt taking his under 28 and a half rushing yards minus 115 on Caesars. I'd probably play this only a couple more yards lower, probably like 25 and a half. But, but let's talk about Hunt. He's obviously the backup running back for the Cleveland Browns. And Nick Chubb obviously going to handle the large majority of the rushing attempts for this Browns offense. And I don't anticipate this game gets out of hand for the Browns, but it could. I will let you know one of my spread picks is in this game. But last week we saw a perfect recipe for Hunt to go over. I mean, they took on Houston, who 
has one of the worst rushing defenses in the league and hunt nearly doubled this line he had 56 rushing yards but they didn't really change his line a whole lot i mean they lowered it in fact and is that was a terrific matchup and perfect game script i mean the browns offense stunk but they still were able to run the ball and that was a good game script for a guy like hunt to go over but over the last seven weeks he's really struggled and hunt only averaged 24.3 rushing yards per game over the last seven and he's only gone over in three of those games gone under in four which is great for us he's only averaged you know 6.4 carries per game so getting 6.4 carries you're gonna need to be pretty efficient you don't have to have a great game but you have to at least run the ball well i mean you're only getting a couple attempts per game and you look at the games he went under he had 12 4 9 15 rushing yards. he wasn't even getting close to this line and look you could look at earlier this season when they took on cincinnati you saw him get 11 touches 42 rushing yards now sure he hit the over but that was a 19 point uh browns victory I don't anticipate them winning by 19 today and even if they do win which might be great for one of our spread picks i'll let you guys know might be we might be on the browns but i just think this game is gonna be closer than that i mean this is a guy that's only averaging 4.1 yards per carry this is the Bengals defense that has been all the pack in terms of 4.4 yards per carry that's middle right in the middle of the nfl and i just don't see him getting seven eight nine ten eleven touches in this game at least carries wise he might get a couple receiving yards but I just don't see him get, I think him getting maybe four to six rushing attempts in this game. And I, I don't necessarily know if that equates to him getting 30 plus rushing yards. Oh, the Bengals have a decent rush defense. They can stop the run and Kareem Hunt, he just hasn't looked great over the last seven weeks. So I'm going to lean his under in rushing yards. I'm going to take it under 28 and a half rushing yards. I think it's low, but it's low for a reason. Nick Chubb's going to be the primary guy in this backfield. And when they're going to want to run the football, it's going to be him. And if this game does get away from him, which it could, the Bengals can put up points. They can throw the ball fast and put up points. I just think it's more of a more of a Nick Chubb game or Deshaun Watson throwing the ball. Just don't know if they necessarily want to lean on the run a ton in this one. So give me Kareem Hunt under 28 and a half rushing yards. I take it down to 25 and a half. Sorry, Kareem, for taking your under. Now let's move on to another under for another running back. Christian McCaffrey taking us under 100 and a half. Rushing plus receiving yards. Minus 115 on points bet. Now playable to this to 94 and a half. You maybe go a little bit lower, but let's talk about CMC because last week, we took CMC's over the identical bet, and he cashed out for us in a big way. So now we're taking the under. Sorry, CMC, you made us money last week. You're gonna have to make us money in a different way this week. And if you had to pick one or the other, I'd likely lean his under. It's kind of tough because I think he could go under in both rushing and receiving yards, but I'd probably lean his under in rushing yards if I had to pick one. Now let's talk about this matchup against the Buccaneers. Look, it screams defense. The over/unders at 37 and a half. One of my leans is on the under in this game and. CMC has seen the Buccaneers a large, a large, a large amount of times. I mean, this is a guy that came from the Panthers in the same division as the Buccaneers. So the Buccaneers not only have seen CMC, he's seen them, and they kind of know what to expect. They're at least game plan for him, and I think they're going to try to take him away, make this what uh, this 49ers offense more one-dimensional. They know the 49ers. They aren't stupid. And the 49ers want to come out here and run the ball. They don't want to throw it with Brock Purdy, the guy that's Mr. Irrelevant, the last overall pick in the NFL draft. They don't want to throw it a whole lot, but I think the Buccaneers are going to sell out and stop the run and say, you know what? You're going to have to throw the ball to beat us. And so I don't think CMC gets a lot going on the right ground. And then this uh, Buccaneers defense has been so good at stopping opposing running backs from getting a lot of receiving yards. I mean, let's just dive into some running backs against them this season. I mean, sure, McCaffrey had 146 total rushing plus receiving yards last week. That's great. That was against the Dolphins. This Buccaneers defense much better. You saw them face Alvin Kamara, a great dual threat running back last week. Only 37 combined yards for him. Only two running backs have hit this over versus the Buccaneers this year. It was Nick Chubb 
and Deontay Foreman. Two guys that are north and south runners. They both ran for over 100 rushing yards. I just don't think CMC gets the attempts that those two guys got. And like I said, the Buccaneers aren't stupid. They got two great coverage linebackers, too, in Levante David and Devin White. And you've seen only two running backs. Yes, two running backs. Have more than 25 receiving yards versus this Buccaneers defense. That was Deontay Foreman. He had a career day. And then Kenneth Walker. So they really haven't given, a lot of, given up a lot of receiving yards to running backs. And I just don't know if CMC is going to have a big day. I mean, he's obviously seen them a couple times since 2019. Played them three times to be exact. He's at a 88 57 and 53 rushing plus receiving yards so he hasn't come close to this line one of them he did get, get a little bit close within 10 12 yards of it but the other two he didn't get he barely got half of this line i just don't know that was with a lot of volume we remember the volume in carolina they gave it to him like 25 30 times a game i don't know if the 49ers are going to do that they much they kind of diversify the ball diversify the ball they kind of like the mason guy behind him I just don't know if CMC has a big, big day. I think the Buccaneers are smart enough to try to take away Christian McCaffrey, make someone else beat him, taking us under 100 and a half rushing plus receiving yards. This defense is too good to give up over 100 scrimmage yards to one guy like CMC. We'll take his under. Now, my fourth and final player prop of the day, we're going to Sunday Night Football, and we're going to Jalen Waddle, taking his over 67 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. I'd play this up to 72 and a half, and if you want a ladder, bring it out, because I think Waddle can certainly climb the ladder. Now, Sunday night football, the over-under is like 453 and a half. It should be a high-scoring game between the Chargers and the Dolphins. Not a lot of defense being played. Now, last week, just throw it out because Mr. Jalen Waddle suffered an injury. He only played 54% of the snaps against a very good San Francisco 49ers defense. Look, I don't even want to consider that game because Waddle just didn't have it that game. But these blocked back-to-back practices on Thursday and Friday. Doesn't even carry an injury designation into this game. And I think he's going to crush this line. I mean, in 10 games with Tua Tagovailoa this season, Waddle hit this over in seven of those games. Six of the games that he went over, he had 80-plus receiving yards, so crushing the line. Now, let's dissect the three games that he went under. Number one, one of the games was last week. Obviously, he got injured. We can't predict that. Number two, a game that Tua got injured. Tua only threw 14 passes in that game. Can't really predict that. Number three, a game that he ended with 66 receiving yards. So he finished two short of what he needed to hit this line. Look, this is going to be a high-scoring game. That was also a game that they won by 22 points that he finished two yards short. They didn't even have to throw it in the second half, a large majority of the game. Look, I think the Chargers are going to try their best to take away Tyreek Hill. The Chargers also might be without Derwin James. We'll see about that. But Chargers are going to try to take away Tyreek Hill as best as they can. So I think we're going to see Waddle absolutely feast. I mean, Waddle has a great connection with with uh, Tyreek or with Tua Tagovailoa. Waddle's great. This guy that can break off a 75-yard reception on the first play of the game like Trent Shurfield did last week. So I think when both healthy, Tua and Waddle, they just have a great connection. I think this is a great play. We're taking Jalen Waddle over 67 and a half receiving yards. Go get it done, Mr. Waddle. Do your dance in the end zone. Now, of course, it's my prize picks parlay time. Prize picks, like I said, they sponsor in the video, but just take advantage of that Herbert Free Square like I am doing. So if you take advantage, make sure you also sign up for, for prize picks using code COS or the link in the description, 100% deposit match. Here's my four legs. I've already talked about all four of them. Justin Herbert, over 0.5 passing yards. That's the free square. I think he can get that done. What do you think? Now we have Christian McCaffrey's under. We have Kareem Hunt's under. And we have DeAndre Swift's over. Four legs, 20 bucks. That's the max you can put on that Herbert free square. $20 once you 200. Sign me up. That's all you need to do. Sign up for uh, prize picks using code COS or the link in the description for that deposit match. Now it's time for the money line parlay. Now I gotta be, I won't lie to you guys. The money line parlays are kind of hard to cook up this weekend. There's a lot of weirdo games. Uh, I don't want to include that Vikings Alliance game into here. So I'm going five legs, five favorites. So it's probably not hitting, but either way, I'll sprinkle on this. We got five legs. Here they are. We got Eagles, Titans, Chiefs, Seahawks, and Dolphins. The odds are plus 478. 
and let's dive into each of these ones eagles taking on the giants one of my spread picks is in this game and i won't lie to you might be the Eagles. You can go check out that video after this one. I think the Eagles can get it done. Even though they're on the road, I think they can get that done against the Giants. Now the Titans, Jaguars. Titans always seem to own the Jaguars whenever they play, but I just think Derrick Henry gets back on track. He's had two bad games. I think he gets back on track. This Jaguars team, ugh, they're they're rough to watch recently. And Titans just come off a brutal game against the Eagles. I think they bounce back and have a pretty good game here. Chiefs versus Broncos. Look, Broncos, we had the Ravens last week in the money line parlay. The Broncos Choked that game as hard as they possibly could. Give me the Chiefs again. Now they got the Seahawks. Also, the Chiefs coming off a bounce back after they lost last week to the Bengals. Seahawks versus Panthers. Seahawks, the home team. I think they can get that done. I think they might be able to cover too. Hint, hint. That might be one of my spread picks. And then the Dolphins. That would be your final leg. If you have to hedge at the end of this one, you can with the Chargers money line or maybe the Chargers spread for a little bit of double double winner. But I think the Dolphins are the better team in this one. The Chargers have just been brutal this year. But wouldn't surprise me if the Chargers do come back here and bounce back and win. So I do think the Dolphins are the better team, even though they're on the road. I think the Dolphins can win that game. So, especially coming off a loss last week to the 49ers. So, five legs plus 478. Hey, sure. Sign me up. I'm all in. Now, of course, I appreciate you guys as always for tuning in. My favorite spread picks video. Boom. Right there. Go check that out. You can definitely go find those videos. My three favorite spread picks. My two other leans. I've been crushing those videos. So, go check it out. And a reminder, just about that price picks. All the links in the description. Blah, 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 blah. It's all down below in the description. Appreciate you guys as always for tuning in. I'm Austin. Signing out. See you guys in the next one. Peace out.